0: This is the Voice of the Land podcast with your hosts, Kevin Arnold and Nick Paulus.
1: Not a whole lot we can really say beyond today sucks. It's not a good feeling. I'm sure a lot of people have their memes about some sort of darkness or being a friend to darkness, but we know that there is still one game left. Destiny still lies before this Cleveland Browns team to make the playoffs and bring energy, excitement, and hope to a football town that lives, eats, breathes, sleeps. Cleveland Browns and football in general. Welcome, everyone, on in to this edition of the Voice of the Land show. Here on the Big Play Networks, also partnered with Web Streaming Studio by LPV. I'm Kevin Arnold, one of your hosts. Alongside me, as always, my brother, Nick Paulus. And we always say our producer extraordinaire behind the proverbial glass or something representing glass because he's not really behind (laughs) it. But you wouldn't know because... You don't see him on you camera. you can't see him. You can't. Is he John Cena? You, you don't yeah. even know if I'm here. Does Yeah, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Peter Tellup running the ones and twos behind the scenes and get his thoughts here in a little bit as well. Like I said, this is the Voice of the Land. We are live every Sunday after Browns games or previewing games, depending on when the games happen. It is. It was going to be hopefully nice to be here after a 1 o'clock game like traditional Browns games again. But, unfortunately, it is a dark day in Cleveland for Browns fans. We are going to vent everything. If you want to join in, comment on Facebook, Twitter, wherever you're watching. We will try to get to as many as possible. We're all going to get through all of our frustrations in the next hour and move on to the biggest Steelers-Browns games that we have seen. In a very long time, probably since 2002, when the Steelers beat the Browns in that wild card game, the last time the Browns made the playoffs. You can always find us on Twitter and find us live on Twitter at VTL underscore pod. Some other content can be found on our Instagram page at the same at sign at VTL underscore pod. Of course, we are also live on Facebook on our page, Voice of the Land and also Big Play. You can like both of those pages, tune in every Sunday or throughout the week with the replay. You can find us on YouTube at Big Play Live, other video content on our page at Voice of the Land Podcast. And of course, you can always follow Paulus at CLE underscore Paulus, myself at Kevin and Seven, because I always come through in the clutch when it matters most, although kind of doesn't have a great feeling tonight, and you can always find LPV Productions across all social media sites. If you have Sportscaster app, you can always find us as well. We are sponsored by DP Construction, LLC. Reach out to them. Reach out to Tyler LaFrada, a great friend of ours, for all your concrete construction needs. You can call them at 330-217-217 four nine 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 that is three three zero two one seven four nine 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 or hit them up like their facebook page dp construction llc see all the beautiful pictures all the work they've done everything that uncle steve does out there or hit up tyler lafrada tyler lafrada at gmail.com get a quote see what they can offer you they're browns fans they're cleveland fans they will do right by you they have done right by us and this show we promise you they will do right by you and all of your concrete construction needs. And I guess we just have to shift gears. We just have to We have to get through this. The Browns lose today to the New York Jets. The 1 and 13 coming into today now 2 and 13 New York Jets. 23 to 16 up in the Meadowlands after a 24-hour period that no one in Browns Nation saw coming, losing your four wide receivers, two linebackers, not having two of your starting offensive linemen. A lot of that due to COVID-19 protocol in the NFL and the wide receivers being close contact to B.J. Goodson, who did test positive for COVID-19. And Baker Mayfield with three fumbles. Team just never able to get on the same page all day long. Paulus, I will turn the floor over to you. How you feeling? Where are you at right now? Oh, I feel like
0: dog crap. I mean, that's that's exactly how I feel. I want to curse. I've I, I got everything out of my system, I think. We'll, we'll find out here in the next hour. Um, however, I do think I got everything out of my system. I feel like absolute dog crap. I feel like someone kicked me in the nards. That's how I feel. Like a horse just galloped right over me. It hurts so bad after this loss because everything— it, like the raiders not winning last night like was was mind blowing okay but going into that you know what i was like you know what i could realistically see the steelers you know beating the colts what ended up happening they beat the colts okay it was all right there for you for the taking. Okay. The fact that we aren't technically a playoff bound team in week 16 bothers the hell out of me because we are 10 and 5. You should be 11 and 4. Okay. If it wasn't for all the COVID stuff and everything like that, but that's making excuses for a team that you shouldn't have lost to. The, the Jets are as talentless as as any team that I've ever seen. We, a couple weeks ago, I said that the 0-16 Browns team probably would have beat this Jets team nine times out of ten. Like, easily would have beat them nine times out of ten. Yeah, I know they have Sam Darnold. I know he's a top three draft pick. He hasn't been a top three draft pick. He hasn't been a top... 200 draft pick over the last 3 years. Let's let's be clear about that. He just hasn't been, okay? It bothers the hell out of me that Sam Darnold beat you today. This Browns defense just didn't show up. And, like, I understand you were missing some key, you know, components, you know, albeit the linebacker core that we have much maligned so far this year. This linebacking core is dog doo doo as well. But you still had Denzel, you still had Miles, you had Olivier Vernon, you had everyone else going for you, but you didn't have a couple of linebackers. I get that they're rotational players, though. You should have beat this team. The fact that you didn't bothers the hell out of me. Now, it's not just the defense. This was a team effort of losing, okay? Baker, you can't fumble the ball three times, okay? That's just, you know, one. You know, number one right there. Offensive line, I understand you're down a couple of starters. Kendall Lamb, you... Oh, my God. Like, if we needed anyone today, it was Jedrick Wills. Losing Jedrick Wills today was probably the cherry on top of the crap Sunday. Okay. Not having Jed Wills out there really hurt us because Kendall Lamb, you just didn't show up maybe just plain and plain and plain and clear you didn't show up to play Nick Harris you had a great week last week people were calling Jarvis gave you shout outs like multiple shout outs in the presser last week and then this week you fall flat on your face like that's inexcusable okay it's not like Quinnen Williams was out there their all-star player it's not like he was out there he's done for the year the fact you lost to this Jets team bothers the hell out of me. But the one person that I will put this blame on more on than anyone else is Kevin Stefanski. You didn't stick with the running. What's the one thing that got us to this point? To 10-4 going into this game, running the ball. Now, they had a lot of guys in, you know, in the box, okay? But they've had a lot of guys in the box all freaking year. Okay. This Jets team is not good. This Jets defense is like a bottom five defense in the league. It bothers me that you didn't win this game. I under you, you can throw out, you know, we were down seven or eight starters. And and, and, and like, the fact that the NFL didn't move the game, even though they'll move heaven and earth for the Ravens and the Steelers, you know, whenever that happens. Now, mind you, the Steelers, they got screwed out of their uh, their bye week early mm. in the year. So, like, I'm not even going to, you know, say anything bad about the Steelers for that. But, like, the Ravens,
1: they moved the Ravens game multiple times. Like, three different times. And remember... Des Bryant tested positive when they're warming up for the game. He's hugging teammates yeah. that are that now how become is that, close contact. How
0: is that not close contact? And the game happens. And the game still happens. Dwayne Haskins went to a strip club without a mask on, and 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 was ridiculed by everybody. And he started the freaking game ended up losing the game, but they started the game. The fact that we couldn't have extended this out a couple of days for the Browns, you were down your entire wide receiver core. Inexcusable. Inexcusable by Roger Goodell and the NFL. But that all being said, you should have won this game still, and I blame a lot of this loss on Kevin Stefanski and the and his play calling. I still think he's a top two or three coach of the year coach. You know, mm-hmm. like I still think he is. But this loss was inexcusable. It, it just it absolutely was. I'm sorry. Like I I I really thought that they should have blown this blown this game out. And 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 this loss hurts you because now uh, it's all it's all or nothing against the Steelers next week, which is I mean once again this title uh, here for us is uh, uh, what is it Uh, last last call for the bandwagon? I'm on obviously i am i am boots on that bandwagon because i do think that you will beat the Steelers at home but i'm telling you i didn't want to get to this point week 17 winner go home i do, i wasn't expecting that i thought we wrapped this up two weeks ago and the fact that we haven't because a lot of things have you know everyone just keeps winning like the afc this year is unbelievable you have your destiny in your hands. And Miles Garrett said it perfectly. He'd he'd not rather have anyone else have it in their hands other than their own. We don't have to worry about anyone else winning or losing. Just focus on next week against Pittsburgh. That's all you have to do.
1: I want to touch on all of that here in just, just a moment, and especially – the premise of the title of our show tonight, but I want to I do want to throw it to Peter and kind of get your thoughts and give you because you see where Paulus is at and how frustrated, how angry he is. I mean, I was punching the couch and stuff furious. During, yeah. furious during the game, you know, kind of gone through a range of emotions. I know other people want to look at the bright side of things and that I'm not telling anybody how to feel. After this game, le- heading into week 17, which is basically your first playoff game for the Browns next week to try to actually get into the dance. Not here to tell anybody how to feel. However well, you feel is fine. <laughs> I want to know, Peter, where are you at? What end of the spectrum are you on right now?
2: I mean, I'm, I'm disappointed. I, I really expected them to go in and win. Um, you know, losing the wide receiver core, you know. The fact that the NFL didn't do anything to to move this game, you know, to me is ridiculous. Given you know, it's given what we're going through with COVID. Um, what really kind of you know, what really bums me out too is that if you guys remember a couple of weeks ago, maybe even more than a month ago, I said you know, hey, if the uh, the Browns can win out and the Steelers drop a certain mm-hmm. number of games, right, we'd be facing them tied. If we would have won. And if, the Col- if we would have won tonight in, or today and if the Colts would have, you know, held out, right, we would be facing Pittsburgh in hmm. Pittsburgh for the AFC title. And here's the thing is what you said about Stefanski. You know, I, I think coach of the year, you know, yeah, he's definitely in the, in the top, you know, pick there. Do any of you guys think we really looking back, would you think that we'd be sitting here talking about 10 and five? and the fact that this last game against the Steelers is an important game for us, that we're actually playing meaning the last game of this season is a meaningful game.
0: Well, I, I just wanted to cut in real mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. You and I did talk about this. Mm-hmm. We always thought that Week 17 was going to be a play-in game for us. Mm-hmm. We've been saying that since, I think, like Week 8, that, yeah. that it was all going to come down to the last couple of games. The three games that we absolutely needed to show up for We've we've shown up for honestly all two you know for for both of them so far, mm. and that was the Titans and the Ravens, the Steelers game. You and I both said that they had to go at least two and two and
1: one in those three games, and lo and behold, what's it coming down to? It's coming down to week seventeen. Usually week seventeen game against the Steelers, whether it's at First Energy Stadium or at Heinz Field in Pittsburgh is usually doom and gloom for the coaching staff for the regime it's usually that point of the season that type of season that we just went through this time you have a chance to beat your rival start back on the track of really making brown Steelers what we see it as not how it's been and how ben has just big ben has just obliterated the browns over his career You have a chance to change that narrative on Sunday in one week. Everything this team is feeling. The way that Baker walked out of his press conference after saying, it's on me. Denzel Ward saying, you can blame this one on me. Coach Stefanski saying, we got outplayed, I got outcoached. Not just, we got outcoached. Him him taking the the emphasis from the whole coaching staff and putting all of that blame on him. Everyone that was sitting at home and tweeting, because they couldn't be at the game. Jarvis, Hollywood... Daryl Hodge, which, by the way, how weird was that? It was weird. It, it was weird seeing it was like weird. Jarvis and, and, and all it's those a live guys tweet with us. Like, like that's Browns a football. I was
0: like, I know Jarvis, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> it's
1: Like, wait, are you on the sideline? Like, right. <laughs> yeah. You got your
0: phone out. Get, get that phone out. Get, get that. Phone out. Get <laughs> that phone. We've seen that before.
1: Yeah. Like texting out on the sideline. Right. <laughs> what do you Get out of here, Ray Farmer. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but we've been through all those years. Yeah. And you have a chance. As much as people wanted to, you know, root for whether it was the Colts to beat the Steelers because you just assumed the Browns were going to beat the Jets today, or the Steelers to beat the Colts because we assumed we were going to beat the Jets today, to have a chance to go to the playoffs after today. We knew everything that was on the line, what could have been obtained today, and it wasn't. It's. N- apropos that it's going to come down to the Browns and Steelers game because if you really want to establish a winning culture here in Cleveland yeah Sunday is where that happens and as much as it's been a weird year it's been a difficult year for so many people and we don't take any of that lightly what so many people have gone through um And even families that have lost loved ones, whether to COVID-19 or any other reason, you know, there was a shocking, unfortunately, uh, passing of one of the W or world wrestling or professional wrestling figures yesterday, lately known as Brody Lean AEW, John Huber, who passed away from a non-COVID related Mm -hmm. lung disease. Phil Necro, a Hall of Fame pitcher, passed away today, like... There are things in life that do matter more. And what has happened this year, never wish on anybody or for that to ever happen again. But with all of that and everything that this new regime and this new coaching staff, new program has gone through to get to this point, it is apropos that you get a chance to really show what you're made of, show your metal. And bring relevancy back to Cleveland football on Sunday. Because guess what? I'm hurting right now. I am hurting right now. Yeah. And you said, Paulus, with our title, that you're on the bandwagon. I'm going to say something that's going to not make sense at first, but (laughs) it, it will. Can't wait. I am not on the Browns bandwagon. I am in their... Official fan base where I'm never going to be on any wagon, anything like that. No matter what happens, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be with this team. I am on the beat the Steelers, make it to the playoffs bandwagon with everyone else. Okay. If that makes any sense, I am not a band. When you say the word bandwagon, we sure. all know what that what that means. People that just jump on because it's because it's cool, or they jump off when I it's when just, it's not.
0: I was just like it, the for the bandwagon talk itself.
1: I was just being. like. Oh no, no, like this is what we mean by this. What I'm saying is I'm explaining to everybody what we mean by bandwagon we have we're not we want to make sure that people understand us three are not people that just jump on and jump off the wagon of cleveland sports sure the bandwagon is cleveland rise up get through the next give yourself the 24 hours to feel the hurt the frustration the anger everything whether it's at the nfl at Baker, at Coach DeFansky for not running the ball enough, at this team for still not beating a Jets team. No, no excuses. You still are more talented than the New York Jets, who are 1-13, cost themselves the number one pick last week, had nothing really to play for. You still allowed them confidence. You allowed them energy. Should never have happened today. There are no excuses for that. It is not acceptable. But with all of that... Once we get through and vent all of this out, Browns fans, you know who's in front of you. We hate the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are standing in your way of 18 years of not making the playoffs. You win, you're in. No rooting for any other team to help you out with any other scenario. It's about us. It's about this team It's about this city. While only 12,000 fans can be in those stands, this team and this city will feel our energy, will feel our belief in this team, and will feel, the nation will feel the passion of Browns fans that make them, make us the best in all of professional sports. I think, it, it, like we, we need to
0: talk about. It. Obviously, we, we need to preview the the Steelers mm. game, and, and we need to do all of that. I just want to wrap up here mm. with with this game once again. You absolutely should have won. I, you know, obviously, I've, I've said that multiple times now. Uh, there for us in uh, many different ways. That being said, it looked like for the first half that the Jets had something to play for. That that they were in fact the right. playoff bound or or the play the, the team that was going for the playoffs. That bothered me. That bothered me that I like I really thought going into this game knowing that we have a bunch of guys that were inactive and 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 it was a it was a almost unfair sort of situation and that the Browns it, a you know made have put themselves in, or just just not having the guys out there. I really thought that that would rally us around everyone, and it didn't happen, and that bothered me a little bit. The second half, you you saw them come come together, and I was happy about that. The defense played out of its mind that second half. I really think that the defense did very a very good job. You were seeing people step up that honestly are backups on every other team. Anderson's uh, you know. Is You know, had a great tackle to stop him on on third down and everyone got fired up. I thought that that was going to be the turning point in in the game. And it almost was. It just once again, it's unfortunate that that we're at this situation that we're in right now. But once again, we still do control our destiny. And that's the best thing that we can say because this isn't like 2007 where we had to bank on uh, I believe it was a 14 and one Colts team mm-hmm. that you know that just rested all their starters and once again the resting of the starters. This is where I want to bring this up at. I understand that a lot of people are saying you know oh you know the Steelers are going to rest their starters. They should rest their starters because they're not going to get a bye week. I understand where you're coming from with that, but the Steelers offense has been god-awful as of lately, okay? I understand that you want Big Ben to, you know, get some rest and recoup, or, you know, re- recover and and, and all that fun stuff, but I don't think that they're good enough to come off of a bye week and and be rested and, and fine. They're going to look rusty. Like, that's where I think they, I think Mike Tomlin knows that as well. I think he needs to go in there and at least put forth, at least the first half with with Ben out there, with Ben in, in, in the regular offense out there. So this isn't going to be a cakewalk. I, I don't want anyone to think that this is 2017 when, whenever the Owen 15 Browns team went to go play a already, st- you know, already uh, playoff bound Steelers team and they threw out their B squad. That's not going to happen. And by the way, you lost that game. <laughs> you know, you lost that game to go. 0 16, this is something that we need to rally behind. I know we're going to get a lot of these these guys back, most mm-hmm. likely. You know, hopefully we get Jarvis back. Like, Jarvis is the main one. Uh, Jarvis and then, you know, Jedrick, hopefully he's okay. Because, once again, you saw that offensive line, and mm-hmm. that was bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you might be able to live with, like, Nick Harris being at guard and and having Jed on, you know— out there like you did last week. But if you don't have Jed or uh, uh, Teller out there, I think you're screwed, especially against that uh, defensive front for Pittsburgh. So you got to have one of those two guys back out there. Hopefully they're both back. If they're both back, I think the Browns win this going away because the Browns are the better team. The Browns have been playing better than the Steelers up until this point, you know, over the last eight games or so, they just flat out have been playing better. But you need to prove it and you need to rally around something because I am I, I called it I called it a couple of weeks ago. You need to get to the playoffs in order in order to change the mentality of everything. I really think they are on the cusp of changing everything. If this team gets into the playoffs, they can be dangerous, but you have to get there first, guys. Like just go out there and put put forth professional effort, like you didn't do in the first half today. If you did that in the first half today, I think we're playoff bound already. But uh, it, we're, we're, you know, once again, we control our own destiny.
1: We we got to kick ass in Cleveland next week against Pittsburgh. And and Peter, I know that you said before the season, if you would have told us we were. 10 and five with a chance to make the playoffs playing against the Steelers. We would all take it. And there was going to be takes similar to that. It's, it's not wrong. And I, and it's, it's right. Like I didn't think the Browns were going to be in this position, but based on how the last few weeks have gone. And I will admit that I was, I'm, I guess, susceptible to this or uh, take ownership that I have done this too, putting the cart before the horse kind of, being in the playoffs before we actually made the playoffs, like having that, having that feeling because the Browns haven't been there in 18 years. Right. But I think being able to do that, going to that extent, making that mistake shows a lot about what this team has shown us this year. If you look at the entire body of work of this team and what the coaching staff has been able to do and establish already, but you're not there yet. We've had shows where we had titles like same old Browns asking that question. And we've also had titles where it's, you know, Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, we've gone we've gone through the whole spectrum with this team. Guess what? It really comes down to one game. Coach Stefanski has been preaching that all year yep. long. One, one and O. Oh. One and O oh each week. You, if you win, if you're one and O... Oh, Excited, you move past it. You go watch the film. Then coaching staff starts to put that game plan together for the next next group. Guys come in on Wednesday and you get after it. You put your work in. We've also had, you know you also have if you go 0-1, well, get in there. You better get in there early. Watch the film. Maybe watch the film on Sunday night. Figure out what went wrong. Put the game plan together. Come in on Wednesday. Hit the ground running. That's what this team is going to have to do. I can pound the table right now, and I can be frustrated about, oh, that was a fumble. Oh, the, the, the officiating is this. The NFL should have delayed this game. Uh, it's unfair that the Browns had to play when the Ravens had to do – like, all of that is true, and I – after the game, that's what was going through my head. Sure. As it was with everyone. Right. Yeah. As it was well, with everyone. Let's put that out there. And then I took a took a little bit of time before I came to the studio – Laid in, laid in the bedroom on, you know, just on the bed, staring at the ceiling. Ooh, tell us all about it. In <laughs> No. <laughs> not, not that. Not that. It's not MTV Cribs. where oh, it's, <laughs> it's not that kind of, it's nowhere near that kind of story. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> throw me off here. Threw play, you off right there. Yeah, yeah nice. I love that. But bring a little levity to it. So I like there it. We go. I like yeah. it. But just basically in a, in the dark room, just staring at the ceiling, just reflecting and trying to what we always do look at this through a realistic lens and realistically the browns should have still won this game there are no excuses no one made excuses after the game now not here to you know throw bouquets of flowers at them and people like baker because he's pissed off at himself it comes down to you said it Now go do it. We go back to everything we said leading up to this season comes down to one week. You got to beat the big boys. You got to beat the teams in your division. You have lost twice to the Ravens. While it was a great game, you lost twice to the Ravens. They have a tiebreaker over you. You got obliterated by the Steelers in Pittsburgh the first time. If you want to really establish yourself and you're really upset and you feel like you are a playoff team, you have the opportunity in front of you. This city, these fans, your team will be behind all of you supporting that process, that journey to Sunday to get to the dance. It's about putting in the work, going and getting the job done. Is there any redeeming
0: qualities about this game that you can think of that you're like that you can put a finger on and go, you know what? They learned from this, or they learned from that, or something that you liked uh, from from this game. Is there anything that you that you might be able to like from this game? Because I got
1: one thing, but anything I might be able to like from this game, yeah. I I know we lost, blah blah yeah. blah, yeah. But it's very hard to like anything from this game. It's maybe it's the look in the eye because after the game when they are saying those things sure. because at least they have what we asked them to do before the season when they say things they actually go out and if it they don't do it one game they make those adjustments and they've been very good coming off of losses and losses where they should have played better and won Stefanski and this coaching staff and these players have bought into the philosophy being preached and have gone out there between the the white lines And actually produced and have been successful, so I like the look in the eye because I've seen it before, and I've seen what it what it can lead to, but it has to lead to that.
0: Peter, is there anything?
1: (sighs) Uh, You know, honestly, with this one, no,
2: I can't. Okay, uh, no, that's fair. Other than the fact that I think you know, we're probably going
0: to look for a new kicker. Oh yeah, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cody, all Cody, right, all B- right. Now you're gonna get I've, Paulus going on no, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I, I've ripped on Cody enough. Like, yeah, we all know Cody. There's gonna be a kicking competition here in the offseason. It's too late in the year to bring in a new kicker. Right. It's too late for all of that. Um, you have one week to prove yourself,
1: and and, and it's ride or die with the group. It, it's got.
0: ride or die with the guys that you have. Mm-hmm. The one, the the only redeeming quality that I look, mm-hmm. you know, after all this is after the loss. I think it's the same thing as what you were talking about. They were pissed off for greatness. They looked at this and they said, "We should have won this game. We're better than the Jets. They got us today, but that'll never happen again." That's the sort of look in the eyes of Baker, Miles, Denzel, Stefanski, all of them. Yeah, we're on the same page. We're on -hmm. the same page for that. I I truly do believe that they were all pissed. Like and. Everyone loses, and you're pissed, no matter what, okay? But there are times whenever you look in a person's eye and you go that won't happen again and like that's the time like it, it, I'm not saying like how many opportunities do you get to go up against a 1-13 team hmm. not many right okay let, let's put that out there but I don't think that this team this group that we have together right now I don't think that you're going to see and this is in you know, future games as well you know be, we have one game and then and then the playoffs if you win that game so like I'm not talking about this year but I'm talking for future reference like this is a culture building moment that I looked at, at all of those guys' eyes and it wasn't, you know, Baker pouting, it wasn't Miles, you know, pointing the blame at someone else or saying, hey, it wasn't my fault. Like, we've seen those guys do that before. Mm-hmm. This was different. This yeah. was different. To me, personally, I look at all of these guys out there and, and
1: they just had that look. They, yeah. they realistically had that look of saying, it ain't happening again. And Because I have a feeling that there may be a narrative trying to be spun with this. You're saying you don't take issue with baker talking for two minutes and walking out none Correct. whatsoever and, and I, i'm just making sure yeah, we're on the same page
0: none whatsoever at first it, mind you i'm cutting up the live zoom so as it's coming in like I'm, I'm cutting up everything and baker's talking he's like hey you know what i'm just gonna jump in let me answer all of your questions right now boom two minutes he was done and then he walked off and at first i'm not gonna lie to you i go eh. bad look Bad look. Right. But then I went back and looked at all of his quotes. He didn't need to be, you know, asked the questions because he knew what the he yeah, knew he what the questions were going to be. Answered
1: every single question.
0: And and you know, it, it's it's something that Baker knows exactly what what needed to be done, and and it didn't happen. He said he failed. He failed the Browns today, and and he can feel like that. It wasn't just Baker. I'm throwing that out there. A lot of people are gonna, you know, a lot of the Baker haters are gonna be coming back out. Mm. Okay, they've been shut up for the last eight weeks, but they're gonna start coming back out now. And especially, you know, going up against Mm. Pittsburgh. Oh, you know, the the last time you played him, he got benched for Case Keenum. Blah blah blah. I don't. Once again, I don't think that that's gonna happen. I'm throwing that out there for that. But Baker going off in two minutes doesn't bother me one bit because if you listen to the words he said, everything that he said is what my leader is. If you're a leader of the clubhouse, that's what you need to say. And and he said everything perfectly. He said it was on me. This loss is on me. This is this. You know, it was all on me basically. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to hold on to the damn ball, which is like you're going to see that comment everywhere for the next yeah. couple of days. Um, he's absolutely he's. he's a, he's not wrong. And B, this is a team game. You know, it's not all about Baker, but I, I, I loved, I loved what I saw from Baker press conference um i i understand some people are going to view it as maybe a maturity issue but i don't give a damn what you know the national media thinks i don't care what the local media thinks sorry love you guys you know i'm i'm a part of it Mm -hmm. you know i but you know what i don't give a damn what you say and baker doesn't give a damn what you say either and that's all that matters as long as these guys can focus in for the next week like, I realistically think that we have a great chance of beating the Pittsburgh Steelers and getting to the playoffs for the first time in 18 years. But it's not going to be a cakewalk. You are going to have to bust your ass in order for this win to happen.
1: I mean, I hate to steal a line from LeBron and take this cliche and everybody's kind of sure Hollywood, put it like kind of Hollywoodified it or however you want to say it it really is nothing given everything earned in this city and you have this team is going to have to earn it themselves they have to go earn it themselves that's that's the bottom line you win you're in you lose see you next year you yep. know and how? Hey. Uh, you know what? Not gonna
0: talk about it. Yeah. You know, know. what? Not gonna. Yeah. No. I know. Oh, oh, I almost uh-huh. dropped the F one. Oh. I almost
1: dropped that one. Not gonna happen though. So yeah, we don't have a dumb button here. We, so, we don't have a dumb button. <laughs> I can't really can't really help you. We there.
0: don't follow FCC guidelines, but we we do. Yeah. But we don't have to. I'm sticking with them though. So before we
1: really give <laughs> kind of a. An outlook, I guess you would say, for next week. I just want to finish this whole conversation up from today with this. Everyone out there, if you are in Brown's Twitter, Brown's media, national media, it is okay to criticize the head coach. It is okay to criticize the quarterback, anyone else on this team that did not produce. They criticize themselves. It is okay To look at the bright side of things and what is in front of this team, it is also okay to look at it as if they didn't have these guys, uh, certain guys out there on the field. We've seen what they can do with those guys without them on the field. You know who could win a game like that. All of these perspectives are are right. Are you know are your right to have that opinion? Not here to tell anybody what to think, because again, today sucks. But we don't need the, the infighting of Browns fans, the back and forth, the, you know, I'm going to take this side and it's only right. My side's only right. Your side's wrong. Those types of things. We said jump on last call for the bandwagon. The bandwagon is our destiny. Our destiny is to face off against the Pittsburgh Steelers Sunday whether it gets flexed or not, whatever time is going to be, I'll just say one o'clock for now as it's scheduled to make it into the playoffs and end an 18 year drought and have a chance at the dance. That is all that we need to do after getting anything that you feel out about this game. Whether you've commented, I've seen a couple comments tonight, you're tweeting. You're posting on Facebook. You're doing videos, trying to either uplift the team or venting frustration, however you're going about it. As this week goes on, come together, get on the destiny bandwagon, feed that energy to the guys in Bria. They're going to take care of what they need to in-house or they won't. But we are going to give all we got. They better give all they got. And let's... Beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. And like I said, get a chance at the dance in the NFL playoffs. So to switch gears to Sunday, your outlook, your what do the Browns really need to do, Paulus, to win that game? Because I I don't know if we're on the same page or not. I don't care whether they rest their stars or not. I kind of want to see Browns best versus Steelers' best who's ever available. Yeah. Browns' best, Steelers' best. Let's beat them, prove ourselves, and get into the dance. How do you see this game? What do the Browns need to do to get that win? I, I'm that
0: 100% chance? with you. I, I want to see our best versus their best because that's – I. it's a playoff game. It's a playoff play-in game here for us. And I don't <laughs> – can I be honest with you? Mm-hmm. I just want to get in. Like, I, like I, I just want to get in. If, if it's against their starters versus our starters, I'm cool with that. If they want to throw their B squad out there, that way we can kick their ass in the playoffs, I'm cool with that, too. Okay. My point, though, I just want to get in. Like, mm. God's honest truth, I just want to get in. I, if, if it's against their starters, though, the thing that you have to do, it, and this is— it, it, it's. And it always is going to be about Baker Mayfield. It always will be about Baker Mayfield. Is he the franchise quarterback? Can he win us a Super Bowl? Can he get us to the playoffs? Can he win us a playoff game? Can he win us this game, this big game, this big game? Can he beat the big brother? You can answer all of that. You can answer all of that if you beat the Steelers right now. And, like, that's what you need. We can't have turnover Baker like we had today. Okay, and and he owned up to it. I mean, he, he whenever you only throw for fifty percent, fifty three percent, or whatever his completion percentage was today, it's not good enough. Period. You know, I said going into this game, you had to throw at least seventy percent. I didn't think he was going to throw fifty three times. Okay, that's ridiculous. Um, but against the Steelers, they that might need to happen. Uh, you need to be able to run the ball against them as well. But Baker is the X factor of of all x factors everyone agrees with it as well by the way if if baker balls out like he did against Tennessee and the Ravens and in, in all the you know Jacksonville you know, all of those games if he balls out like the way he did against those teams this is a super bowl caliber offense for sure but Baker is the X Factor. Baker needs to go into Pittsburgh and forget all about what happened the last time. Or I'm sorry, not into Pittsburgh, but you know, into Cleveland against Pittsburgh. Him getting benched for Case Keenum that past time, like he needs to forget all about that because this is this is the game of all games. You know, think about us against the Ravens a couple of years ago and Baker throwing the interception to end that game. He had to sit all offseason stewing about that. Because Because there was still a slight chance of getting into the playoffs at that point in time, uh, if if memory serves right. They had to have like a hundred things break for them that way. But that is an issue that Baker had to think about all offseason was that out route uh, and getting picked off. Baker can't turn the ball over against the Steelers team. If you turn the ball over, we're not going to go like just plain and simple you have to win the turnover battle and going into this game i know we were minus 2 today but going into this game you were plus 6 on the year on the turnovers which is which was tied for fifth best in in the NFL you have to be able to, the only way that you're going to be able to beat the Steelers team is by your defense gaining uh you know opportunities you know cashing in on those opportunities and Ben has been throwing a lot of interceptions lately okay he's been turning the ball over a lot lately the defense needs to capitalize but Baker, more importantly, needs to capitalize on his opportunities because there are going to be plenty of opportunities against that banged-up Steelers defense. Baker is the dude that, that has to ball out.
1: Baker does have to ball out. Peter, key to, key to victory for a chance to get in. Do you want to just get in? Do you want to beat Steelers best? Where are you? Uh, you know... It's it's kind of tough for me because I
2: yeah I I agree with Nick. I want to get in. I just want to get right. in. You know, if if it's against their B squad, fine. Right. If it's against their starters, even better. You know, if we can go and face them and, you know, take on their starting squad and and beat them soundly and get into the playoffs, that's just going to be even sweeter. Um one thing I thought about to um, today's game going back a little bit was what was our third down completion it was it was horrible
0: you know what let me let me see if is I can it, pull that up because
2: mm-hmm. you know most of it and I was thinking about this is how many times uh, it's at least to me it seems like when we need that, third, that critical third down mm-hmm. that ball's going to Landry yeah I mean he's Landry is a huge third down playmaker for us and I think it that really hurt us. So,
0: third down efficiency, six of fifteen.
2: Six of fifteen.
0: Yeah. So yeah, now the Jets weren't much better. They were seven of eighteen. Well, so. six of
2: fifteen is actually better than I, than my I was thinking. Right. It was. Yeah. You so, went
0: you went six of fifteen and then over one uh, on fourth down, which okay. was obviously the Baker fumble. Right.
2: So I mean, just uh, for them to win next week, it Baker's got to come out, do his job, not turn over the ball. I mean, we've. I think we've been fortunate. This was a. This was awful today. Three fumbles is awful. Yep. And he knows that. And you know, I don't think anyone expected it. So. You know, I think we have a good chance going in there. But yeah, I, I. I just want to get into the playoffs. And if so, like I said, if it's against their starters, that just makes it sweeter.
1: I know that Coach Kev can get a little frustrating sometimes especially for for you brother um but coach kev like it's only at certain points in time
0: after a big win like honestly after a loss like this i'm all for coach kev it's it's the wins that bother me it's because i'm like be happy but
1: like after a loss like this absolutely go coach kev right i'm not going coach kev tonight everything i have said everything it's not a bit it's not. No. Yeah. It, it's not. It's who you are. It's not a character. And even when I go in Coach Kev mode, it's not. It's still not a bit. But we kind of have fun with it, of as course. if you know, you know, in the business, a little behind the scenes, uh, making it a bit and things. <laughs> right. But everything tonight that we have all said is the passion that we have for the city, these teams, the sports here in the city of Cleveland, and especially for football and the Cleveland Browns. In order to win next week. If it is against their... I would love to beat their best, is what I'm saying. I would love to beat their best. Mm -hmm. If they put in their B squad and we beat them and we get in, I'm not coming on here like Coach Kev, like, oh, well, you you know, you're really going to have to step your game up because you only beat Steelers B squad, and now you're in the playoffs, you're facing good teams every single week. Like That is kind of the angle that I think I would go with in the past. I want to get in. I just want in. Yep. These, these players, these coaches, this organization better want to get in. And you're going to have to find a way this week. You're going to have to find a plan, put a plan together that can get you there. That takes all 53 on the roster, every single coach, every person in the organization to win this game on Sunday and get there. And yes, you are right. Paulus course it comes down to Baker Mayfield be the Baker Mayfield we have seen over the last month plus one of the best statistical quarterbacks in the entire NFL cannot turn the ball over Put guys in position to succeed, even if it's a short three to five yard pass. If you got your playmakers back, allow them to go make the plays for you that they've made all year. Trust in them. Yeah. Get that rhythm. Then open it up as the game goes along. Stefanski trusts in the run game. Get Chubb and Hunt going. Wear down that Steelers defense and our defense. Make those plays you made in the second half today. Make those against whoever is on the other side. Get to the quarterback. Be the team that forces the turnovers, forces the mistakes. Don't be the team that puts yourself in position to consistently make mistakes all Sunday long. Uh,
0: before we wrap this up, because I'd I'd like to talk Ohio State Fiesta. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, I need something to, to yeah, like like ten minutes not, at least. Yeah, you yeah, know. absolutely. I, I we'll we'll taste on them. We'll, we'll, we'll close. I
0: mean, we'll close up with Ohio State and uh, Clemson there for us, uh, uh, real quick. But I did just want to mention this. Tony Grossi uh, just posted this mm-hmm. uh, three minutes ago. Pittsburgh okay. right now is a seven and a half point favorite going into this game. Like that, that is that is where we are at right now. Now I like if, if I'm betting guy and I'm not, you know, just uh, throw that out there.
1: I'm 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 banging the Browns on that one. Like I get at least like two and a half or three points for being the home team. Yeah and they're seven and a half
0: they're saying that they that the browns are essentially a 10 point dog yeah that's that's what they're saying and i hope kevin stefanski sees that and like he probably won't but i guarantee you his, his players will tell him about it that and i'm sure someone will tell him about it but that is that is a that's a slap in the face straight up honest with you mm-hmm. that's a slap in the face for the organization for the players for everything and honestly should happen yo know, right. like like it that's a that's a slap in the face as it should happen you just lost to 1 and 13 now 2 and 13 team you know what you you are a 10 point dog prove it otherwise
1: that line that betting line says everyone else sees you as the same old browns yes we have seen capabilities of being something different, being something special, not and not just this year, but we're focused only on this year, being something special this year. We have seen evidence of that. Go be that team. Don't be the same old Browns. And it, Browns fans, Browns nation everywhere, rise up, get on that destiny bandwagon, and let's, let's, let's go. go beat those Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I'm almost dropping. That, that's this. right. That's right. Yeah. There we go. Uh, gotta remember there's no dump button.
0: That's right. That's
1: right. <laughs> but to kinda switch gears, because to today has gotten rid of the whole Christmas cookie taste out of my mouth. And I really hate that because there was some. I had so much good food over the last few <laughs> days. And to have that just wiped away in one day sucked. But we're getting through it, getting past it. <laughs> Do want to talk Ohio State, Clemson, now na- uh, national semifinal in the college football playoffs? Buckeyes do get in, they do get that four spot, being six and zero, oh, being Big Ten champions, Big Ten championship. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, but your, I mean, if you look at it, Dabo Sweeney it had come out that he had put the Buckeyes eleventh in the coaches poll, or where he uh, voted them. So there's and. Clemson has beat up on Ohio State. They've beat them in these bowl games, these nationally televised major games at the end of the year, at this time of the year. Paulus, what chance do you give the Buckeyes to beat Clemson and move on to the national championship? What chances? What chances? Uh I honestly think it's 50-50. and like thoughts on yeah. like keys, I, keys to victory and, and for like, the and like I, I know
0: that's that's as on the fence as you can possibly get on that. Yeah, but the way that I look at this, I mean, if the Buckeyes play their best game. And they will beat Clemson. I I firmly believe that. I think that we have the same amount of talent as what Clemson has. Uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence is a real dude. Mm -hmm. You know, like he is going to be the number one pick in the draft. Like we're looking at the top probably two or three picks in in this draft uh, with uh, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence out there. I think we should have beat Clemson last year. And Clemson last year was a better team than they are this year. But we don't have the same sort of rock stars on defense as what we had last year. Chase Young, I know he didn't do anything in that game, but just having him out there as a presence is scary for for opposing offenses out there. The fact that you don't have someone like that – a little worrisome. However, I think Sean Wade is a better overall player than what he was last year. Uh, Therefore, and I mean, him knocking out, you know, Lawrence still highlights in my head. I, I love everything about that. Thankfully, obviously, Trevor didn't get hurt and whatever, but like it, that still replays in my head. I know if Sean Wade doesn't get ejected and Chris Olave doesn't stop on a route that th- th- they would have been competing for a national championship against Bama. That just would have happened. Uh, it's unfortunate, but that was last year. This is this year. Clemson is a very good team. They are a damn good team. And if you don't treat this game like this is, like, if if you lose, it's not a winner go home game. It's a if you lose, you will never play this game again sort of game. Mm-hmm. Like, this is win or die. You know, it, it's... I say that, but you know, like I don't think these kids are going to be thrown to a pit or anything like that. But I do think that this game means so much, especially for Ryan Day. Like the, Ryan Day has been through hell this year, not only with you know him going through COVID himself, but losing like thirty different players you know due to COVID. Thankfully, I haven't heard anything about uh, you know losing any you know COVID people uh, so far. Th- you know this week starting up, uh, their force we should be getting Chris Olave back. The Big Ten obviously changed their rule. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, but the Big Ten ended up changing their rule, so now Chris Olave and and all of those guys will be back, which is great news there for us. That gives us an edge uh, there for us to 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 really come back. Without Chris Olave on the field, you know his presence out there. Justin Fields didn't look the same. Like that was pretty worrisome against Northwestern, who is a good defense, and they were ranked what number fourteen or mm-hmm. or whatever they were going into that game. I don't know if they're still there or not, but they played a damn good game. Ohio State had to make a comeback in order for that game to be uh, what it was. But I think Ohio State can and will beat Clemson. Finally, like it, it it's been forever since I, I honestly I don't know if we've ever beat Clemson it, like all time record wise. Yeah. I don't know if we have or not. I, I know going back to the days of, you know, whenever uh, Woody punched the kid in the face, you know, like, like I know they lost that game. I know we, you know, obviously Urban lost to him. Uh, Ryan Day lost to him last year. Like it's it's been a long time. So I think that this is finally the moment that we get. I'm hoping Clemson's not on their A game uh, because once again, this Ohio State defense, it's not as good as what it once was last year. And that worries me just a little bit.
1: I'm just going back it looks like uh the records I'm seeing here they played in 1978 Okay. Um,
0: was that I think I think that was woody's last year that's whenever he punched the kid in, I think it was the citrus bowl or something
1: yeah uh total meetings yeah they haven't beaten him yeah, See, I, four losses, I, four I, meetings. I know. So, so you're looking at yeah, the, the it, setup it, on these stats were weird. So. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was gonna say. So, uh, Woody lost to him. Um, it's 2013, 2016, and
0: 2019. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, Woody Urban lost to him twice, and then
1: Ryan Day. So yeah. um, that's that's what it is. You're 0 four against them, Peter. How do they? How does do? How
2: does you're due? Ohio, how,
1: you're does due. O- you're due. <laughs> how does Ohio State prove that they're due? Change that history and does that Northwestern Big Ten Championship performance worry you at all? Well, yeah, the performance
2: worried me, but we're missing, you know, key players. Um, They had to make adjustments, they made adjustments. You know, Clemson is a tough team. Um, You know, do you know? I don't know. I know Trevor Lawrence is probably happy that he's probably not going to end up in New York right now. God, mm. so
0: he's the happiest person in America, and I don't blame him. Yeah. And, like, thankfully for Justin Fields, because apparently a lot of talk is that Justin Fields will not go to the Jets. Like, they'd rather keep Sam, Dar- Sam Darnold and build around him, which, honestly, the right call. Mm-hmm. That's the right call. Um, it, maybe you can get that, you know, Oregon uh, uh, tackle, build the offensive line around him, give Darnold what he's never had, yeah, a, a coach and an offensive line. Right.
2: Um, no, I mean, I think Ohio State has a good chance to go with, you know, to to beat Clemson. And you know, when you have with what happened last year, and then Dabo Sweeney, you know, basically just saying, showing he has no respect for him. You know, that's a lot of, you know, uh, locker room, you know, stuff right there just to get these guys fired up. And I think they're going to be fired up because none of them liked what happened last year. Right. Um, And this year's been weird. So... You know, we'll see. I, I think they have. Yeah, I think they mm. have a good chance to go in there. I'm obviously I'm going to be rooting for them, and uh, I'll be happy to see them win.
0: Oh, so. I thought you were going to root for Clemson. And, mm. Mm.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we know Peter bleeds scarlet and gray That's just right. Like we do. That's right. That last game against Northwestern does worry me. And Justin Fields, like, not even being asked about it, but kind of bringing up in his analysis of how he played possible sprained thumb on his throwing hand, you know, that worries you too. Is Justin Fields the Justin Fields that we know he can be, Sure. or is he limited? You get playmakers back, you get offensive linemen back, you're Ohio State. You're the Ohio State University. You always have a chance, but you're 0-4 against Clemson in your history. It's time to get that monkey off your back. It's time to go beat them. Everybody talking about you know, should you have gotten in or not? You know, it, you only played six games. 2020, it is what it is. You're there. You're given an opportunity. Don't waste it. Right. Just, I mean, just like for the Browns next week. You're given an opportunity to play for something bigger than yourself as a team. Don't waste opportunities. Capitalize on opportunities. Something you and I... Talked about on our high school football coverage all season long. The teams that are able to capitalize on those opportunities, whether no matter what the score was, those little things, those little moments went a long way to determining how the game finished. You have an opportunity, you'll have little opportunities that present themselves to you during the game. Don't waste them, take advantage and capitalize on those opportunities. O H I O There we go. Let's go Bucks. That's right. Let's go beat those Tigers. And ever since Dabo had that speech after one of those games where he said, you know, we'll bring the heart, we'll we'll bring guts or whatever I was like we got f- stipends. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was a fan of Dabo up to that point, and then like I don't know whoever he turned into after and the TikTok. I don't know if you saw him doing that. That,
0: that that's been out forever. That, yeah, it, I know. Yeah, it, it's it been, caught a I lot of
1: traction lately this week. But, but Dabo's a douchebag.
0: Yeah. I'll I'll come out and yeah. say it. Like I'll come right out and say yeah. it. I I don't like Dabo. Period. He turned like, at
1: all. He turned into that guy that you always want on your team to the guy that you always hate to, like. <laughs>
0: I, I look at, like, there's some coaches out there, so there's different coaches, mm. different levels. we we, we got to yeah. wrap up. But, um, like, Jim Harbaugh, I view as a joke. Mm. Okay, I'm just sorry. You, like you're a joke. Um, y- uh, Nick Saban, I view as like honestly like a college god. <laughs> you know, like revered, like, uh, revered as hell. Like, hey, he, one of the best. Mm. One of the best recruiters. One of the best. Mm. You know, off. You know, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, defensive minds out there. The dude is special, and he knows how to get players to come to him and and mm. do everything like that. Uh, Dabo, I view as. I think he's a good coach, but I think he's a better motivator than he is a coach, okay? Right. Whenever the chips are stacked against him, he can get those guys to go out there and do things that— Probably, typically they're not really capable mm-hmm. of doing. Now, mind you, like he has a great team, you yes. know, like and and he's built that from that Clemson mm-hmm. program from the ground up. Uh But I view him and like I truly do believe that once Nick Saban retires from mm. Bama, which is probably going to be sooner than later, guy's almost seventy or yep. you know, close to it. Uh Whenever he retires, I think Dabo's going to go there. Yep. You know, it's it's where he you know played wide receiver, uh, wide receiver, or quarterback down there. Something like that, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I think he's gonna be hopping from Clemson to Bama and they're just gonna keep on, you know, trying to roll that way. So
1: Well, although all that matters is Ryan Day has an opportunity to change the history of Ohio State versus Clemson. He's shown that he's a guy that can recruit. He can win during the regular season. Yes. Ohio State is meant to challenge and compete for national championships. If Ryan Day is the guy for Ohio State to do that, prove it coming up on Friday on New Year's Day. Eight o'clock or eight twenty, whatever, whenever that game starts in the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans, I'm
0: gonna be there so long. Because <laughs> I have I have ESPN then, and then we're doing a, uh, mm-hmm. uh, a Saturday Saturday morning show. Okay, uh, it, it won't be Buckeye Game Day. It'll just be like the Saturday morning show mm-hmm. uh, there for us, and that starts at nine a.m. So like that game is gonna go till probably 2 it'll, like the the post game everything probably gonna go to two to three a.m. And then I have the show at nine a.m. So like I, I might just sleep over.
1: Pack a pillow, pack a blanket, Honestly, I, I just get might, your tent or sleep. I might bring it bring a toothbrush. Just right so. right there in that lobby, you know?
0: Oh yeah. Take Absolutely. advantage
1: of those last few days in the uh, galleria, good time. you know?
0: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Before we move to the uh to the flats. Yeah. So
1: but that is gonna wrap it up for this edition. Do you guys feel better? After like at least being able to like venting a little, better, a little bit, venting yeah, a little bit. Yeah, uh, okay.
0: I, I told you like I, I need to get some venom off my chest, basically. Yes. and and I think I got that out there without cursing, which is very surprising. I, I, I almost honestly, got me cursing We're too. very proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, appreciate
1: it, guys. You couldn't do that in the pre-show though. No, couldn't. <laughs> couldn't. dropping oh. f bombs everywhere. If you guys only, sorry, knew. Jacob. <laughs> Those that are in that into that kind of content. If you only knew what oh, yeah. the, what the pre show meetings look like here at the studio when we good come times, before we good come on, good times for sure. Feel a bit better, like we said. Get on the destiny bandwagon. Get all your frustration out, however you need to. We did it here. Hopefully, it helps some of you out there listening or watching tonight, or if you are listening to the to the show as just a audio on a podcast on Google, Spotify, Apple. Hopefully, it helps you transition to Steelers Week. Win and you're in, and the Browns can make the playoffs. Let's go, Buckeyes. Let's go, Browns. O H I O forever. Football in the state of Ohio forever. For Nick Paulus and our producer extraordinaire, Peter Tellup, I am Kevin Arnold reminding all of you sports fans out there don't let anyone ever tell you it's just a game. An early, happy new year to all of you. A blessed, and happy, and safe new year to all of you out there. And to everyone listening, everyone fighting COVID-19 or anything else that you're going through and enjoying us for just a brief moment in your day, we truly love you all, 3,000. We will see you all next Sunday night.